0: Hey, this is Mariah Connors with Saving Our Women, Inc. Doing Life With God podcast. I created this podcast to encourage women and girls of all ages to be authentic and transparent on how they do life with God. Knowing that we only have one God, we only serve one God, but we also have an understanding that all of our relationship with the Lord is different and we can still empower each other through our differences. So make sure that you're tuning into the podcast wherever you may be, at work, in the car, working out. Wherever you're doing, if you're cooking, tune into the podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Saving Our Women, Inc., following us on Instagram, Saving Our Women, Inc. as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast to your community, your groups, your group chats, your text messages, whatever it may be. Share the game, share the jewels, share the gems, right? Make sure that you're getting tools from this podcast to do life with God in your own way, in the Lord's way, should I say. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Hey, guys, it's Mariah here. I'm back with another episode. I know we're kind of late in the week. Don't judge. Don't judge. Um, But I just wanted to get straight into it. Um, God was just putting something on my heart to record tonight. Um, and first of all, what I just want to say, what God was giving me is that, you know, we think that being on track is a starting a new slate, a starting over and then trying to regroup ourselves and then get on track or come up with a new idea or a concept or routine and then get on track. Um, but God was just letting me know, sometimes you don't have to start over to get on track. Sometimes you can just start exactly where you are. Sometimes you can just um, start with what you have, right? Um, You don't have to start from rock bottom. You know, sometimes you can start with where you are with the experience um, from, you know, the things that you either have went through or the things that you currently lack. For an example, right? Uh, So with the podcast, you're supposed to get an episode every Tuesday. Of course, but you don't, right? And sometimes, too, when we can when we set expectations for ourselves, whether it's working out, whether it's, you know, fasting, whatever it may be. Sometimes we can set these expectations and when we don't meet them, you know, we kind of beat ourselves up in a sense. I feel like that you should hold yourself accountable, but not abuse yourself. In a sense, Uh, you can hold yourself accountable by giving yourself grace and say, "Okay, I did I mess up. I messed up at this point. But how can I get back on track without just starting it over or ending this situation or ending this circumstance and then start over with a new circumstance? Um, A lot of times. We have to have wisdom and discernment and you can only get that from God And when it's time to not start over, but start with with what you have and where you are now. And I hope that makes sense to you, um, because I just feel like as human beings, right, I feel like that when we try to start over, we love starting over with the blank slate. A lot of times your paper don't have to be blank <laughs> for you to start over. You can start over on the same piece of paper from the same uh paragraphs and sentences and books that you have already read on that particular paper. Start start with experience on the same paper. Um, because I was just saying I'm like, Okay, you know what, I'm just gonna start over, I'm just gonna go ahead and end this season and then I'm just gonna come back better. And <laughs> like, I was like, How can you come back better? If you don't correct where you are right now, if you don't correct where you are right now and end it and start over, you're not going to come back better. Coming back better is starting off with where you already are now and starting off with what starting off with what you have now and progressing from there. Um, And I felt like that that was just such a word for myself. I don't know if that was a word for anybody else. I felt that was an authentic and genuine word for myself. Is start with what you have now, with all the experience, what you have now from what you started with from the beginning. Start with it. Start with it now. And I hope that I hope that blesses you guys. You know, it was a short word. I know that we were talking about Job um, in the last episode. And I, I did read Job, so I think I want to get into it because it was a few scriptures or a few, yeah, a few scriptures that stood out to me as I was reading the whole book. Um, And I definitely suggest you guys read the whole book of Job because a lot of things that I may read from, it may not make sense because a lot of people love using catchy verses, you know, just to appeal to everybody else, but... No, nah, when I read, I read. So if you're not familiar with what I'm reading, I suggest you read the whole book of Job, period. Or read the whole Bible, as they say. Um. So let me get straight into it. So I'm going to be reading from Job. Okay, so this is chapter 11. We're going to be reading from verse 5. I'm going to go with 5. So this particular chapter is about another one of Job's friends, how we talked about You know um last episode how it's important to have a community around you and i was trying i noticed a few things about the book of job in the beginning of these chapters is that first you know you have the backstory of job you know exactly like you know what his everyday life was about you know exactly what he did and as i began to read more you notice this kind of self-righteous spirit that he had on him and self-righteousness is basically believing everything that you have done. Just, I would say this, putting your particular religion or rules over God himself. Um, And I feel that, you know, sometimes we can say, I feel like we can say that we believe in God, but then our life portrays us actually putting forth like our rules and religion towards just humanity in the world. And that's not how God is. You know, when you read the full Bible, you know, at the end, you know, at the end of the Bible or towards the end of the Bible, God talks about his commandment or the Jesus talks about his commandment being love that we love one another because it was impossible for us to fully commit and fully follow through with the commandments that, you know, the beginning that the beginning of the Bible had gave because God was, God was no joke. God did not play with these people in the beginning of this Bible and he still don't play. But when he sent his son, he sent grace. When he sent his son to down to die on the cross, he sent mercy. He sent forgiveness. He sent joy. He sent peace. He sent love. He sent long suffering. He sent all the fruits of the spirit. And most importantly, again, like I said, he sent love. So, it's, so time's a little different, <laughs> uh, but I would just notice some things as well, too, that, of course, he had a community. Like at first it talks about, like I said, you know, him being self-righteous, it seems as if that's what it was. Right. Because every time like his kids would do something, every time that he felt like he was out of line with the law or with the religion or with, you know, what he felt like God um, expected from him, he would like over exceed um, His prayer, he will like over exceed just certain things to like check these boxes. It seemed like just so he could be good with God again. Right. And then so when this happened, I'm just giving you a backstory. So when this happened, he feels like, OK, God, like how could you do this to me? How could you allow the enemy to come after me how could you give him power to come against me and basically kill my kids and take all take all my wealth take all the things that belong to me um but one thing that stood out to me that God told the enemy he said look I'm gonna allow you to do this right I want to allow you to do this but one thing I'm not gonna allow you to do is touch him like you know you you can't put your hands on him and you can't take him from me period um, and I think that's just super important for us to realize that, you know, we're going to go through the fire, but you won't come in out smelling like smoke at the end of the day. That means you're going to go through things. You're going to be tested. Trials are going to happen. You're going to lose people. You know, you're going to lose the things. But one thing for sure Jesus is all you need. All you need. Even when you lose people, like. Having a relationship with God will keep you still standing. It will keep you standing when nothing can't, when when you can't stand, when you feel like that you want to throw in the towel, when you feel like that, you know, you just want to quit and start over from something from scratch. Gotta keep you standing, period. And so one thing that, so those are the things that stood out to me reading Job and another thing, because I'm not all, I'm not because I'm rereading Job, I'm not always finished with it, but so far from the things that I've read, the chapters I've read, um, I just noticed like the dialogue of him trying to curse himself, basically speak bad over himself and I know the dialogue of each chapter, his friends coming back with something not just positive, but a word from God each time and I feel like that's, that's just part of community, I feel like especially with a sisterhood and I know some of the guys listening I'm not gonna speak on y'all behalf but um, as far as with a sisterhood I had a question that was asked to me and it said you know I was filling out for something and it said how would you describe sisterhood in three words and like the first thing that came to me was God-given community and it's super important because I feel like that the people are around you, your environment is super important. Like a couple of episodes ago, we talked about um, like the parables that God was giving his people. Right. And he was just basically saying, like, uh, you know, when you, you know, sow a seed, depending on the environment that it that it is in, it won't grow properly or it will grow, but it'll it will wither away very soon. Like you can be built up and you can be tore down real quick. Right, but when you but when you're in good community, when you're in a God-given community, community when you're in a God-given environment, you can sprout up the way that you're supposed to, the way that you're predestined to. Um, and so environment, I'm learning, you know, reading this book that environment community is super important for you to for you to succeed in. And for the past, like, months or so, like, God, I feel like I have have been slowly transitioning out of the community that I was in or out of the relationships that I was in. It's been for, like, the past year or so, like, God has been literally, not even for the past year, I feel like it's been earlier than that because... God will always tell me, like, if I start a friendship with somebody, if I start any form of associateship, I'm thinking that's the world, I'm just making it up. But um any form of relationship, God always tell me, like, you know, these people are temporary. This these this thing is not gonna last long because one thing about it, everybody can go where I'm taking you. But I am going to allow you to encounter people and build relationships with people so you can not just leave a mark, but include me in the relationship that you have with these people whether whether it's friendship, whether it's coworkers, whatever it may be, any person that you encounter, they should see God on you and in you, whether it is love, compassion, whether it's being authentic whether whether it's being honest, whether it's having integrity, all of those things should have God in it. so every time that I encounter somebody or every time that relationships have depleted or left i'm always grateful that and i always kind of reflect that one thing about it i left god in that relationship or i had god in that relationship and that's key and if you can't really say that you have god in any form of relationship then i don't know what to tell you i'll talk to god i would say throw it away but talk to god because he probably got something for you in it um but that's one thing like i'm just trying to give you a backstory but that's one thing that I noticed about Job so far is the environment and the community and having self-righteousness, which comes from pride, pretty much pride in the things, pride in just some, just the things that are around him, pride in the things that that built him and made him have a good life. Uh, Even though he thought that he had it in God and he did believe in God, you know, he was God's servant, but sometimes a lot of people can be, A lot of people can be God's servant and believe in God, right? And be in a church, right? But it doesn't mean that they are flawed in certain areas, right? Like, I don't know, but let me get into it. So, um, it says here, so, so this is verse four, chapter 11 of Job, verse four. It says, you say to God, my beliefs are flawless and I am pure in your sight. Oh, how I wish that God would speak that he would open his lips against you and disclose to you the secrets of wisdom for true wisdom has two sides. Know this God has God has even forgotten some of your sins. So I'm just going to go back up to this is verse six. It says it says for true wisdom has two sides. So I'm like, okay, God, I kind of have an idea what you're talking about, but clarify with me. Um, and as I began to study, you let me know, like, two like two sides of wisdom. You have world's wisdom, which is man wisdom, which is logic, right? But then you have God wisdom, right? And so when we go through things, we love to apply the world's wisdom right we love like that's what makes sense to us because that's what we see right especially when you're going through something and you're on instagram or you are um, just see other people's life succeeding of course you're going to apply you're going to attempt to apply man's wisdom but god but when you're chosen when you're set apart you know when god has called you or or predestined you that man's wisdom won't work in a spiritual situation And a lot of times this is where we lack relationship with God. This is where we lack a healthy relationship with God. Not seeing God in our situations. Right? And and sometimes when we get in these situations, our favorite question is, What's next? God, okay? Or if it's not what's next, what I talked about a second ago. Okay, since this situation is not going right, let me just start over. And what happens is that people either pack up and leave and go different places, get a new house, right? Get a new haircut. Like I, I got a new haircut, y'all. But that's not <laughs> that's not why I got a new haircut. Um, just change a lot of different things and try to start over from a new slate instead of just a uh, instead of just addressing and facing what they're in now. In this particular situation, so it can be fixed or repaired properly, so that so they don't have to keep visiting the same situation, the same circumstance, because okay, God, I know that if you called me to something bigger, something greater, I know that you, you know, have been keeping me, keeping a hedge of protection around me. I know that you got something for me. So so since I'm in this predicament, in this situation, where either I'm not knowing myself, whatever whatever your situation may be. Whether you're struggling in your marriage, whether you're struggling in work, whatever it may be, I know that for a fact, since I'm in this situation, let's go ahead and address this because I know that it's here for a purpose and it's here for me to accomplish something, right? So if it's here for me to accomplish something, Show me what I need to overcome the situation. And I feel like, and that comes with humility. And I feel like I haven't got to the part of Job yet where he has broken down and came to that. Like, I feel like he being a brat at this point, um, which I, cause I have been through this situation as far as not exactly, not exactly what Job going through, but definitely something similar, um, where it feels like. The rug has been pulled from under your feet and Excel and X and (laughs) I can't get it out. But instead, I was in a row and the devil be trying to, and instead of having humility and just asking God, okay, like what, like, what are you, what are you trying to get me to get out of this? Instead, what we do is be brats like God did this for you. Try to write off a checklist when when whatever you have done for God, you say that you done for God, quote unquote. Whatever you think that you're trying to exceed or trying to be on God's good side, that ain't nothing compared to what God has done. It's not even a, a pinch. It's a, okay. It's not a pinch. It ain't a seed. It ain't a mustard seed. It is nothing. It's not even a comparison. To what God has done for you and kept you alive and kept you breathing, right? It it has not even it's not even a comparison, and I feel like that when we try to do that, it's it's very self righteous, very like God. I didn't do this. I can't believe you got me in this situation. I didn't pay my tithes. Like yo, okay, we're not even gonna get into that. <laughs> we're not even going to get into that. But just because you pay your tithes. I mean, you ain't gonna go through nothing, okay? But keep. Keep sacrificing, right? Cause ties ties can be in any. Situation. That's a whole other story. I'm not gonna get into that. But yeah, do what you, do what God tell you to do. That's all I'm gonna say. But I just feel like that we're so entitled. I feel like Joe was very entitled in this situation in this book. Um. And he, and like when he didn't get what he wanted, he just began to be a brat and start cursing himself. Like, you know, I just basically cursed the day I was born. I wish you would have never created me. Basically, it just going on and on and on and on. But the fact that you're still breathing, the fact that it's an honor to go, like, if once you know who God is, and once you know what, well, once you think you know, what he is capable of, because we can't even fathom what he's capable of. But once you think you know who God is in this particular season of your life, or once you even know for sure who he is in this particular season of your life, you know that it is an honor to go through anything. It's an honor to be pressured. It's an honor to have your back up against the wall. It's an honor to be counted out which I said this before, it's, it's all an honor because I know for a fact that once I overcome this, it's something bigger than me on the other side of this wall that I have accomplished, that I have overcame. And so that my kids, kids, that they can be prepared for the battle and the war, but it doesn't mean that they won't be in a battle, but they will be, they will be prepared for the battle. So they can proclaim victory because this is something that I have this is something that I have already overcame, right? And this was so good because I'm like, okay, it says true wisdom has two sides of wisdom. So it's up to you which which side of wisdom you're gonna choose. Are you gonna choose the world's wisdom or you're gonna choose God's wisdom? And God's wisdom, it don't make sense. It's it just it's not, it's not logic, wisdom. It doesn't make sense. It's to the point where <clears throat> you have like for me, I have told people experiences or stories or or just maybe something I may believe in, and it don't make sense to them. They will they have laughed at it before. But I know who God is, and I've seen him. I've seen him save me out of situations. I've seen him pick me up out of situations that I shouldn't have not been picked out of. I should have been left in the pit, in the dust. And God picked me up so gracefully um, with just his mercy, right? I I didn't deserve it, but God did it anyway. And I seen what he he has done, and I know that he's going to continue to do it. It may not be in the same timing. It may not be in the same manner. It may not be in the same situation. He may come from the back instead of the front door. He may come from the side or the basement or the roof or the chimney. Who knows? But I know that he's going to come through. I don't know when he going to come through, but I know he going to come through and I know it's going to be on time. Perfect timing. And I just wanted to leave it there. I just wanted to leave it a short episode there. Um, Just just be expecting more episodes, guys, every week. OK, every week is an episode coming. And I just want to thank you guys. and I de- definitely, definitely, definitely want to encourage you to read your word, read your word, man, because like. How I don't even know how people maneuver without even either seeking God, not having a Holy Spirit, not not reading they word or not studying. If, if you don't even want to read your word, I suggest you just either have a prayer life, at least because I don't can't even see how people make it like mentally, spiritually, like physically, like I would be beat up, like literally I would be beat up. i know for a fact me getting up every day me pushing myself to the limit me me doing above and beyond i know it's god he constantly pushes me like come on we gotta get this done let's let's do it like come on we we gotta get it done go ahead and do it like sporadically things are just like moving and happening and i can't wait to be able to share it share my experience my real experience to other people um just, you know, constantly be authentic as I do. I just can't wait to coach people. I can't wait to inspire people on a different level than what I'm already inspiring people on now. But get you a prayer life, Get you a dialogue with God. Because God can give you direction. He is. He can. He is giving you direction. But you have to be in a position to listen to him. You have to have an open heart and an open mind. You have to be open in order to hear from him um i was actually listening before i end the episode i was listening to pastor to he's the pastor and i listened to him on youtube and he says like the number one issue that the that the church has or believers have is that we f- we like kind of hold on and cling to what god said and basically and not take heed to what he's saying Sometimes you can hold on to something that God has said, which is a monument right you can you can be inspired by the monuments of God and you can be moved by the monuments of God, but you need direction from God's lips of what He's saying right now. And that's just a brief description for my version of what I got out of it, and it's super important because for certain seasons of your life, you need to be moving. Right. As God's speaking, you need to be moving as he's speaking. But how can you move if you're not hearing, if you can't hear what he's saying, because you're too busy holding on to old words or I'm not even going to call it old words, just old prophecies or testimonies from what he said. OK, God. OK, he said it. Good. Right. He said that he had plans for you and plans to prosper you. Right. He said it. Right. But how can we get there? And which is basically focusing and and in, in tapping into what God is saying now to get to what he said. And I think that we we met, we totally missed that. And at the time, like the roughest times of our lives, this is the time that you need to be sitting. And this is the time that you need to be just having just conversation and giving yourself grace. Right, giving yourself grace, man. If God can give me grace, why can't I give myself grace? So that means taking time out for myself. Sometimes stopping certain things. Look, we taking a break right now, like whatever it may be in certain situations, relationships, whatever. Just so I can hear what God is saying. I don't, I don't. I hope I, I hope that I'm never in that situation again. Um, like years and years ago, I have maybe in that situation, but I hope I'm never in that situation again because. I'm, I I want to be fresh every day because every day that I wake up, I know that for a fact that it's a, a new word God is saying, it's a new direction God is taking me in. I don't want to be stuck on yesterday's word, I don't want to be stuck on yesterday's saying. I want to be fresh in today, what God is saying today. God, where are we going today? God, who are we speaking to today? God, who are we encouraging today? God, what are we doing today? Are we just relaxing today? Or we, what are we doing today? Like today, right now. Like where are you taking me today? I don't want to be focused on what you said. I want to be focused on what you're saying. And I want to go ahead and end, there, uh, end the podcast there. I want to make sure that you guys are sharing the podcast. I want to make sure that you guys are subscribing, writing reviews, and rating the podcast as well. You know, we definitely... Are grateful for you guys listening. And I want to make sure that you guys are also applying. What I'm saying to your life. So if you have questions. If you have concerns. (laughs) You know just make sure that you write us. So we can assist you. Or break it down to you. Or maybe lead you into the right direction. Whether it be a church. Whether it be a pastor. Whether it be a counselor. Whatever it may be. just want to make sure that we're leading you guys. Into the right direction to get help. If you need help. Um, you know, or someone that can properly break the, you know, what you need down to you, or well, if you just need encouragement, just let us know. You can always email us saving our women ink at gmail.com or you can always like us or not like us. You can always follow us on Instagram, which is saving our women dot com period. hmm. <laughs>